Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Wash your hands! How did you know? I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. You better pack it up and get out of here. Roy, can you imagine how your kids would have felt if when you got to Florida it was closed? Yeah, oh, they don't close Florida. No, you, well, you I know they don't close the state of Florida. I, I bet. All right, there we go. Another adventure, Rick and Morty style. Uh, what? Now that I'm finally all over all... the place. A hundred years. hundred years, Rick and Morty. Uh, okay, welcome to Two Broke Geeks, though. I'm Matt. I'm Justin, and I just want to say before we start, mm-hmm. uh, you'll find this a little bit funny, but I got a text from my dad the other day. Mm-hmm. He was just like, so I just listened to your podcast, uh, your latest oh, podcast the other day, and I was just like, well, what did you think? And he's like, well, it's not that much different from like the conversations you guys have in the car <laughs> when we go to concerts. Yep, that's pretty much true. That's pretty so, yeah. much true. So if I, yeah. by by if by all means, at least my dad listens. Yep, this is exactly what it's like hanging out with us in real life for the most part. So, except yeah. some of the cool. weirder things that we text each other. Just oh yeah, loud. for sure. Uh, we would <laughs> we would not want those to get out into the world. <laughs> like the one I sent you last night, like that you read this morning. <laughs> oh yeah, that was was like uh okay. <laughs> Well, I got to thinking. I know. Oh, that's kind of like, um, although, uh, like the Mother's Day tweet from, I read that to Leanne, the Mother's Day tweet from Ninja Sex Party, because I was laughing at it, but I was, I was going, oh, and she's like, what? So I read it to her. <laughs> oh. And I was like, it's so uncomfortable, but so funny at the same time. It's so true. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, I just got done catching up on Rick and Morty, finally. Uh, so now we're going to go through all f- all the episodes, because you haven't close. watched any yeah. of this season. No, yeah, uh, I hadn't watched any of the... Well, no, I had watched uh, the uh, first episode of this season, so I skipped that one, and I just started with The Old Man in the Seat, uh, which I liked for its uh, return to having that really dark ending. Uh, yeah. they hasn't been on Rick and Morty in a little bit, where... He spends the whole fucking episode, like, mad at this dude for using his private toilet <laughs> and sets up, sets up this whole revenge so that when this guy goes and sits on his toilet, basically the guy's like, oh, we're friends. And he's like, we're not fucking friends. You know, he spends the whole episode, we're not fucking friends. And by the time the guy kills himself, Rick just goes back and sits on his toilet because he's all sad that he doesn't get to have his revenge. <laughs> Yeah, king shit. Hope you have fun on your on your uh, 
on your throne of shit. Oh, hail the king. Oh, hail the king of shit. I'm, I'm like, oh, God. I think one of my favorite part, points in that episode was uh, when they put him in the, when he puts him in the, like, the weird sack thing that shows him, like, their their favorite thing it's him in heaven it's like don't with his dead wife and it's like oh you can come come join me we can poop wherever we want just go ahead oh, i'm poop just jesus poop. i'm poop jesus that was really oh god um and then uh what was the one after that one shit i don't remember the one after that one was the i believe the he get uh, Morty gets a dragon. Oh, I think was the next one. The, the yeah, maybe that was the next one. Uh, the Morty. Hey, I'm gonna pull a, up the. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say real quick the Morty versus a dragon one or Morty versus the Morty gets a dragon one is my favorite one so far this season. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Let's and it see, had uh, my favorite line. It it was the one I texted you the other day about. Um, Shit, let me see. Where is it? I know. Oh no! It. It's the uh, it's it's one crew over the cuckoo's nest. You son of a bitch! I'm in. Oh yeah, the one with the uh, the heist over and over again. The heist you spot. Son of a yeah, bitch. Me. I'm in. That one was pretty funny. It wasn't like the best one ever, but um, I did like it quite a bit. I, my favorite with that was the uh, when Heistbot goes does the whole pizza bit on a pla- on a planet. Yeah, I have oh. brought you your pizza. Can execute escape before they real before they get wise and the whole thing explodes. <laughs> I loved it. But yeah, the other the, then the one after that was the dragon one. Yep. Um can't find it was the oh you finally come out of your masturbation cave after all these eons and uh, basically the whole thing is it's just the dragons or uh do the soul bonding which is just a whole uh sex thing oh here shadow jacker you haven't come out of shadow jacker Shadow Jacker, you haven't come out of your masturbation cave in eons. Even I grow tired of listening to you. <laughs> oh, God, I just realized own. the staff. <laughs> oh, God, I just realized the staff and is a big dildo staff. And well, Down here, all the slit dragons just go ahead and fucking suck. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. We can even fuck the wildebeest. You're the only one who wants to fuck a wildebeest. <laughs> Go away, oh, Trevor. Go away, Trevor. And I don't then, even think that his name was Trevor, but I... <laughs> yeah, and then the one uh, where Jerry is trying to put up the Christmas light. It, I really... The snakes, yeah. The, the space snakes. I actually didn't like the space snakes part of this, which is weird. I don't normally like the Jerry part of a story the best. But man, for whatever reason, I liked Jerry being so fucking determined to not admit to Beth that he got help from Rick to try and put up the Christmas lights and had screwed it up. It just was so funny to me, the lengths he was going to, to come down out of the sky. (laughs) 
it's weird because I haven't really invested in some of the Jerry stuff, like in the Dragon one, mm-hmm. the side one with Hit with Jerry and the cat. Yeah, Ooh. and I by the end, oh yeah, I forgot to even bring up the cat part of that episode. Which that was which good, fun but weird. fun fact: Matthew Broderick's the voice of the cat. Yeah, I didn't realize that till the end, uh, with the after credits scene. For whatever reason, um, like I had obviously watched the whole thing and saw the cat and everything but then at the end i saw you know special guest matthew broderick and i was like matthew broderick oh he was the cat and then in, then i really noticed it in the after credit scene when the cat uh asks the dragon if it wants to go if it can fly to florida go to florida <laughs> it's a very uh yeah this, this start of the season before they went on their hiatus was a very kind of weirdly touch and go, but yeah, this, and that was the other thing was, uh, I thought was kind of funny was the after credit scene for the, uh, the toilet episode where Jerry finds that like weird substance that like shows his deepest desires. And it's just him being a delivery man for water coolers. Oh yeah. That was weird. <laughs> it was like, what? For, yeah. He's just traveling around giving out mountain sweat. Yeah, I thought it was going to get sexier than that, but it was just he liked delivering water. I was like, okay then, uh, we'll go with that. Uh, the one I didn't, I liked the idea of their first one back after the break. Uh, the one with the... Um, with the continu- literal train, the continuity yeah, the, train. The continuity train. Like, the idea... Of making fun of like strict continuity nerds who get all mad when stuff doesn't make con- I like that, but I think the way they did the episode was too like I didn't even get the joke until almost the end of the episode because the episode itself was so messy. Uh, I I enjoyed. I didn't think it was the strongest one, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. it for like. It, for how they're like because there's this whole structure that Dan Harmon has of how they brainstorm uh, an episode and how they do and like especially it's 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 a certain cycle that they live by mm-hmm. and that's what Rick brings up when he brings out the little circle of the train map and he's like okay so we have to get to here but I have to build a device by this time so that's gonna that that will have to be a flaw that will be flawed to cause some sort of problem when we by the time we get to here uh mm-hmm. like the stuff about and i kind of like like the the funniest thing for me in that episode wasn't even the episode itself was was ticket please guy uh just <laughs> i like when they turned him into like spinny blood man spinny blood man and he but then at the same time he pops out of a game called tickets please which was <laughs> basically just um um Shit, what was the name of that game at Blitz and I Chips? Forget, I, the, the, the Reggie or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the game, but I'm just like, oh my god, this is... But then there's an alien that's like, has a tattoo of him, he's just like, I... Some of us man. believe that he is... Yeah, it's... Oh, it's so... But uh, I just like that when he takes his shirt off, just the simple line of Morty looking at him is like, wow. <laughs> wow, he's got, he's got <laughs> those things. What, what do you call them? What do they call Whoa, Morty! Whoa, Morty! <laughs> I also liked in the most recent one, 
Oh, and also uh, the the episode um, with the you know the height that you know makes fun of the heist movies has one of my favorite Rick lines ever. Your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. <laughs> I'm like, I love that so much. That's a phrase that will definitely be used a lot. But no, yeah, last night was the the by the time it was recorded, yeah, but yeah, they had their most recent episode, which basically. Is just a giant rip on the Alien franchise. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I uh, I loved it so I much. I did too. It was wicked good. And I love right there in the beginning when uh, Morty's like, "I told you not to look at that egg," and Rick's like, "You don't get to tell me what to look at. I've seen your Pornhub account." <laughs> and By who the way, why do you have a Pornhub account? <laughs> Because the, the site will figure out your because the site figures out your preferences faster that way. And you know, maybe I find that someone, and then we just we get to the point where we're just that freaky, and then we can follow each other. Oh man! But um, where they all yeah. go ham on the on the planet, and but they won't do the World Trade Center. <laughs> they see the Twin Towers, and they're just like, nope. And they zip around it. And it's like, I'm really and proud they're like, of us. Pearl Harbor? Like, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Pearl Harbor. I like how they just, I'm really proud of the, we, we really could have gone the low road there. I'm really proud of us. That would have been and, too and easy. Ma- and Beth is just like, I'm sorry. What do you mean the high road by doing a Pearl Harbor? <laughs> uh, I, li- I like when Jerry's like, so I've started keeping bees. And nobody says anything. And he just is like, what's wrong with that? Nobody says anything. Like, what's like wrong very, with that? How come I can't have a life? I like the very the after credit scene where it's just Summer's friend just hinting that she wants to bang Jerry. Oh, my God. Uh, I know. But, but, that whole, like, but then the whole like through line where it's like uh, they do like a subplot of the aliens that are atta- the face huggers that are attached to Rick and Morty. Mm, yeah, with the uh, they're gay couple. Yeah. Oh, and um, yeah, I was I do like this season so far, and I do like uh, that they made the decision. They kind of remove, you know, the first three seasons. Obviously, they kind of had to build up to and dealing with uh beth and jerry you know having their their separation and everything and now it's kind of just back to all right now we're back to random craziness well that was the thing with the train episode because like i was gonna say before like it was a giant middle finger to like the extreme diehard fans that kind of take it a little too far because like you have the one moment where morty like gets his face thrown at it through the continuity through the story train mm-hmm. and it goes through like this random array of bits and then like rick like drags him back in and is like don't worry about anything out there it's not canon and <laughs> then know. later and then later on where they are strapped to machine and they have evil morty with with mr Poop, like sidious mr, Poopy mr. Poopy looks Poopy like Butthole, um Emperor the Palpatine. evil Mr. Meeseeks, yeah, the evil Mr. the Mr. Meeseeks crew, the Gazorpazorps, yep, and all the other Mortys. It's and basically just start and then they, they end. To Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what? What are you, uh, story masters you like? What? Here. What are you doing? That's not something you would do. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay, di- Bible dinosaur and Crossy. As long as you're all here, <laughs> then everything's all right. <laughs> 
Marty, and we were literally thing, like, saved by Jesus. <laughs> like, I think that was like, I think it was a very, it, it, though it wasn't the strongest episode, I thought it was a very smart episode. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, like, because at first I was like, what the hell is happening right now with like the random stories, like a Gumi mm-hmm. uh, talking about his Christmas adventure. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole thing of like, the very beginning when they're all talking about why they're going to kill Rick and there's that one yeah. guy who's like, I don't even what are you talking about? I don't even know who Rick Sanchez is. And it keeps going through all the different like there's the Christmas train where it's just people telling story mm-hmm. of their Christmas adventures. How Rick, with Rick saved Christmas or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I did no, like I said, I liked the idea of that episode, especially since and I've said it before, uh on the show that I actually think that trying to care too much about what's canon. And at the time I was talking mostly about star Wars and comic books, but at the, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Yeah. And it, it can apply to anything. I think worrying too much about what's canon and what's not really is a good way to crush good storytelling. Because I, honestly, I think the best part well, on top of that was they had the Brechtel test bit. Oh god, the Brechtel just... test bit was great with the. Uh, it is my special time. Well, here come the space snakes. I I am also on my special time. So let's kill them with our special time. We must. There's a bunch of female scorpions. We must fight them with our special time. Hi, I'm that one j- female judge. You saved the world with your special time. Hooray! <laughs> I, know, I love that they got Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there. That yeah. was so good. So good. Yep. Um, uh, next week's episode is just titled uh, the the very acidic episode. It has a vat of acid. That's all it says. Alrighty then. I can't wait to see what that's about. And then, kind of in the same realm, uh, but a little slightly different. I th- this past weekend also, I watched a couple episodes of Justin Roiland's new show, mm. uh, Solar Opposites. Yeah, you told me about this a little it's, bit. It's not bad, but something about it I was not too in I wasn't that into. Like mm-hmm. it's basically the idea is a group of aliens are stranded on Earth, mm-hmm. their home planet blows up, so they're supposed to go to uninhabited planets. Uh but this they crash land on Earth, so now they're just trying to be it's just a normal they're like a suburban family ish type trying to rebuild their uh, spaceship to get the hell out of there. Everyone knows they're aliens, so it's not, like, a huge secret. Um, And they have, like... I don't... It was just bizarre. Like, I wasn't a big fan of... The way it was structured was, like, it was trying Mm -hmm. to force itself to be like Rick and Morty, but more continuity-based. Like, they have a whole through... I watched three episodes, and I kind of gave up. There's this whole through Mm -hmm. line of uh, the two younger aliens that are not necessarily kids, sort of. Mm-hmm. Are going around town shrinking everybody and they're putting them in their wall in like a big enclosure for like hamsters and stuff like that. Okay. And huh. there's like a through line where it's like the janitor, the, like the school janitor's in there, like trying to like find ways to live and like we need to get the hell out of here and stop those kids. And this is, okay. it just, uh. it's not the, it doesn't have the same oomph that like Rick and Morty, like it's one of those like Rick and Morty was such a lightning in the bottle. Yeah. Uh, 
kind of thing. And so them trying to weirdly replicate, but also make it not as offensive. And it just mm. doesn't quite work, I feel. Well, that's just my opinion. And I, right. I, maybe I mean, I'll go back and watch it, but I wasn't too big on it. At some point, I tr- probably will check it out just because it's there. Um, but yeah, it's not like super high on my list of things to check out at the moment. Um, I actually, and I've been, I've been telling you about this. I've been watching, of course, I, I watched, as we all know, I watched, um, the nineties Spider-Man and then I tried watching, uh, ultimate Spider-Man, which was just so bad. I could not, I couldn't do it. Like it was just so goofy and so weird and it was so clearly aimed at much younger children. I was like, all right, I give up on this. So I went ahead and I went to the 2017 iteration of Spider-Man, that cartoon, which is the one that came after Ultimate Spider-Man was over. And I didn't have super high hopes for that, but I was like, well, just for the sake of saying, you know, just even though I don't have high hopes, just for the sake of it, I will give it a shot. And so far, let's hold on. I have, uh, I've only watched, like, it's still got plenty of room to go downhill because I think I've only watched, uh, yeah, seven episodes I've watched so far. Uh, I'm going to watch the eighth one when we're done recording, but so far I actually dig it. Um, I watched the first episode actually while you were watching the last, the newest Rick and Morty. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and I wasn't a big fan of it so far because the first it episode, might be because, um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's like set up as if it was made for TV because like mm-hmm. it goes black and then it comes back, and and then when it does it, it just reminds you at the very beginning what is going on, like weird little recaps. Yeah. The first episode is a little bit, um, I guess traditional is the word that I'm looking for, in that it is the episode that, and it's actually a thing that I don't think any Spider-Man anything moving forward needs to do but it's the episode that kind of tells you who spider-man is which is ridiculous spider-man is literally based on merchandise sales not necessarily based on anything but like the amount of merchandise sold spider-man outsells every other superhero in terms of merchandise like he's ahead of batman he's ahead of everybody so like nobody doesn't know who spider-man is um, but it actually starts getting a little non which I think is part of what I like about it. It gets a li- it, how do I describe that? Like it makes changes, but not like the big annoying changes that you, it's just enough so that it is like this fresh new take on Spider-Man so that you're not just watching the same Spider-Man you've always watched another time it does right like here i'll give you some example like uh the first time he meets black cat like she's very much black cat the way you know her like she is a thief she's out stealing stuff 
she she has like that same attitude of like oh you see you later spite you know the 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 flirty play thing she does with spider-man but the thing they do with her that's kind of fun is they make her a superhuman in that she has bad luck powers she can look at something and make it have bad luck so like when she wants to get away from spider-man she gives him like her bad luck look and all of a sudden like spidey can't hit what he's aiming at he trips over his own feet stuff like that or uh they're having a street battle and there's like a big like you know a a tractor trailer truck coming and she looks at it and it blows a tire and flips over and is going to hit some pedestrians so spider-man has to go save the pedestrians instead of stopping black cat or or like um like they've got two vultures in this show uh one of them is adrian tombs obviously and um, then the second one is actually Alistair Smythe. Oh, they can turn him into another vulture instead of Spider Slayer? Uh, well, there are Spider Slayers in this show. Um, his father, it's, it's, you know, like his father is actually making Slayer robots. Uh, Alistair in this series, it they do uh, make a lot of things uh, a little bit younger. It seems like they're going for legacy characters a little bit in this show. Like I said, uh, cause Alistair is Peter's age and he becomes the second vulture. And like uh, Rhino is actually one of Peter's classmates as well. Uh, the Jackal does something to him. The Jackal plays a, a pretty big part in the series and he does some kind of weird DNA thing that turns Alexi into like a human rhino hybrid instead of the rhino, you know, just being a guy trapped in a rhino suit. Right. So it, it's, I, I like it. And like I said, that first episode is the more, and there is something coming up um, within the next couple episodes because in this series, Miles is already a character. Like, he goes to the same school for geniuses that Peter goes to. And I have a feeling they're going to do something I don't know if I'm going to like very much. Which is, I think they're going to turn Miles into Spider-Man much earlier than... Oh, Totally. Because if he's already in the show, I'm like, oh, shit. And it's not that I don't... These shows have the tendency to blow their load when it comes to multiple Spider-Man very fast. Yeah, and I'm... Well, and I'll tell you the only... And I don't know. I haven't read any Miles comics post the end of the Ultimate Universe. So I don't know how they... um, Integrated Miles into the 616... I'll tell you, but okay, he's just another Spider-Man because Peter Parker's around. So well, um, yeah, Miles basically does he, does he remember the Ultimate Universe? Yeah, he remembers the Ultimate Universe, oh, shit. and and then but now he's a part of a a group of I think it's the New Warriors or whatever. Okay, where I, it's him and a bunch of the youngsters. I just didn't know if maybe they um, gave him a new origin because to my mind, no, they didn't. 
Because to my mind, and maybe this cartoon will change my mind, we'll see. The, the reason I like Miles so much uh, when he becomes Spider-Man in the Ultimate Universe is because he got these powers and he looked up to, you know, because in the Ultimate Universe, he was younger than Peter Parker. He was like an eighth grader and Peter was either like a senior in high school or a freshman in college i can't remember and so miles really looked up to spider-man spider-man was like his hero and then peter died and that meant a lot to miles so i don't know how it's gonna work if a peter and miles are the exact same age and b miles becomes spider-man after peter became spider-man only a couple months ago (laughs) It, well, because of the whole multi-Spider-Verse stuff they did a couple years back, mm-hmm. that just muddied everything up. Yeah, and I, I knew when the Ultimate Universe ended that they were keeping Miles because he was so... Po- and I actually don't mind him being... Like, if he remembers the Ultimate Universe and is just like, okay, my universe ended, I'm just going to keep being... Like, I'm fine with that because there's been... Some of my favorite characters are characters that there's more than one of. There's more than one Flash. There's more than one Green Lantern, you know. Um, so if it's like Peter and Mile, but I think it, I don't know. We'll see. Well, it, it's the same deal I have. Like, like I'm fine with Miles. I like Miles too, but mm-hmm. like, it's the same deal where they've muddied. The, like, it makes sense with the Green Lanterns yep. and the Flash and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. With Spider-Man... It's now become such a, like, crutch. Because as of right now, as of right now, there are four or five Spider-Men in, like, the mainstream universe. Well, they did the same thing with Batman for a really long time over in DC where they had, um, you know, because Batman was... Nightfall stuff? No, when Batman was their big seller. um, Oh, yeah. A few years ago, Batman was like their biggest seller. So they had Batman, they had Detective, they had Batman Incorporated, they Gotham. Yeah, Batwoman is fine, but yeah, you know. But there was nothing in the depending, like, there was nothing to. I didn't read all the Batman ones, but there was nothing to really like change up these other Spider Men because you had. You have Peter Parker Spider Man. You have Miles Morales Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Spider Gwen. Uh, what was? Oh, what? Uh, um, oh, shit. okay. Where they, they did. Well, they did something a little bit like that because they had Batman. They had oh, um, Silk, Batwing. They had Batwoman, Batgirl. Uh, Batman Inc. is a book I never read, but it was uh, the basic plot was that Batman franchised out to other countries so that there was a Batman in every a version of Batman in every country. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I'd be fine if that was a similar case with Spider-Man, but they're like all these spider people are like all literally just in New York. Yeah, that's well, that's like gotham currently like i said gotham right now has batman batwoman batwing red hood who isn't signal or red hood who isn't exactly batman but he's kind of batman signal robin uh, so other robin 
Gotham City's just yeah, uh, well yeah, Robin, Red Robin. <laughs> so he, you literally just put Gotham and New York together and just have it. It would just be nothing but Spider Man and Batman. Yeah, like Go- everywhere. That's and this is actually something I was thinking about today because I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about um, eh, kind of they were talking about the new gods over at DC and I'm like boy you want I it's a good thing that they just take the new gods and pretty much put them off in their own section of the DC universe because I don't have time to even learn about all that stuff like I just don't yeah. so uh, sometimes I start to wonder if maybe Marvel and DC just have too many characters but then oh, again Oh no that's the yeah. We talked as about this as, with X-Men, too. Yeah. I guess as long as they're not all in every book I'm reading, I guess they can have as many characters as they want. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, in terms of, like, Marvel, DC, like, movie news, I haven't been... A lot of it's all speculation at this point because they're not recording anything. They're not doing anything. So everything's oh, just yeah. getting pushed back. Everything's shut so down, seeing, pushed back. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of reports for for films, and I don't believe it until I get like a proper mm-hmm. source. But it's like I've heard I've heard that Keanu Reeves or Elijah Wood is still a front runner for like Moon Knight. I've heard Nova might be getting a movie. Uh, and I, at this point, I'm really am just kind of blanking out all that stuff until there's like actual stuff happening. Yeah, that's like I saw something, and I'm never going to find it again. I saw something yesterday that made me go, wait, what? And it was somebody talking about, ne- oh, let me see if I can find Nev Campbell. Something about Nev Campbell talking about a potential Scream 5. And I was like, don't do yes, it. I've heard, I, yeah, I've heard of this too. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, Scream here it is. Scream 5 ne- was a possibility. Scream- I was like, good lord, Scream 4, number one, Scream 4 was actually a pretty good capper for that series. Number two, it was nine years ago at this point. Do <laughs> you think that ever stops them, though? I mean, No, it look doesn't, at, like, but... I mean, look at all this stuff. Uh, uh, what, what, like... Like, the how, like, everything's now a remake of a sequel, remake sequel. Mm-hmm. So, because, so because Halloween did so well with that. Well, Scream uh, Four was basically a remake sequel because of yeah. the way that Scream Four was Sydney's. Um, well, I guess I don't need. To, it was nine years ago. I'm not going to worry about spoiling it. Sydney's uh, cousin basically recreating all the original Woodboro yeah. murders. But the, yeah, that's like the thing now is they take they're taking franchises and are like, well, we'll keep the original, but then we'll do a sequel. What was the other, God? What was the other one they did that was along this? It's pissing me off. That oh, I, forgot. I you no know, shit. I know what you're talking about too, and I can't. You're right. There's one more. It, it, well, they did the it's whole driving me nuts. Well, Texas Chainsaw for a while. They had a uh, a thing going where they did like one was a prequel to the original Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, and, oh, but one um, was a sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. And then, yeah. and then there's the uh, there's Terminator. 
There's the Terminator one, which is the newest one that came out last year. (laughs) The one that came out last year that is a sequel to T2. Mm -hmm. And then I know there's another one, but it's I'm never going to remember. I'm not either. It's going to be like the most random time. Yep, it's going to drive me just as nuts as it's driving you. Oh, Leprechaun was one of them. Oh, mm. Uh, i never seen any of those movies. Oh, I own them all. I know so, you do. Yeah. <laughs> so what does that say about me? I don't know. Um, I don't know either. But yeah, but yeah, but it's like that one not to the same effect as Halloween. But that's the new thing now is mm-hmm. you take a movie, you don't fuck with the original one, but then mm-hmm. you do a sequel that is based off of that original like cat. Well, Godzilla did that a couple times too because there was an entire era. Was it the show? No, what was uh, the first era? Is the Showa? Yeah, so it was. Oh, the the uh, Hensai, Heisai era. Because I think the Millennium era was different. Because they had the. Um, I think it was the Heisai era that was every movie that they put out during that era wasn't a sequel to the one before it it was a direct sequel to the first godzilla right it was like it was like weird timeline stuff Mm -hmm. because there because that was the series i think that introduced time no the millennium series is what introduced the time travel (sighs) yeah i think you're right i it's been a while since i've seen anything from the millennium series because that uh, yeah. that second series is the one that starts with Godzilla 1984 is probably my favorite run of Godzilla films. Yeah. Uh, in other random news, uh, we were talking. I mentioned we were going to talk about Star Wars. I got into a little bit of a internet brawl over this <laughs> oh, no. because they just announced. I don't even remember the guy's name, but basically in the next in. The season, the next round of Mandalorian, they're bringing fucking Boba Fett. Oh yeah, you know what? I'll be one to say it, and I, I'll stand with you on this one. I don't like that. Exactly. Like everyone got so mad at me because they're like, "No, because it'd be great. Because it's going to be how do you escape the Sarlacc pit, probably, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "No." I just for May the Fourth. I just rewatched Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and it still stands that Boba Fett sucks. Yeah, he, he does. Got, he has yeah. ass kicked by a blind guy and eaten by a sarlacc. That is all mm-hmm. you need to know, and we and do not the, need him. And for the rest of his time on screen, he stands around and doesn't do anything. Exactly, and it's everyone's so stoked. And I know, and not the just act is, mm. oh, the actor say, too, not like, just it's that, the actor but, they had as well. What is his name? Oh, he's the one that played Jango Fett. I can't. Ooh. I can't remember. Well, Boba Fett's a clone, so yeah. Um, uh, what I can't is remember his the name? dude's name. Son of a bitch. Uh, hang on. Uh, 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 I, I have it right here. I just cannot remember his name. I'm looking, uh, waiting for it to load. But uh, and uh, Tamura Morrison. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Like, I, and basically the rule of thumb, like, the person I was arguing with, which is a friend, I will mm. say, she's a friend, like, we go back and forth, but she's like, well, you think of all the cool stories we get to hear about how he escaped the Sarlacc pit and stuff like that, and I'm like, this is ground that we're rehashing again. The reason I love The Mandalorian mm. is it has nothing to do with 
any of the other stuff. Nope. And I've already, I don't know if I said when we talked about Ahsoka showing up in it, but I was like, fuck, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about Ahsoka being in it. I like this just being as a standalone thing. Yeah, I also, one of the things that annoys me most in pretty much all forms of storytelling that you and I enjoy, you know, comics and stuff like that is, boy, does it bother me when deaths don't mean anything. Yeah. Like, it, it, and I know if somebody so if anyone dies, who's, anyone who listens a, and is like a, yeah, if so, if someone listens to this and is like a diehard, yes, I know there's a bunch of novelization about fucking Boba Fett escaping the Sarlacc pit, it pit yep. and being like unscathed and being a badass and whatnot. I don't count that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just once in a while, if a character dies, it's okay if they're dead. Like for a very long time, there was a term. Bucky and this is a bad example because I actually like the Winter Soldier character a lot so by the time they brought that actually has something that progress the the thing with that is it progresses in such a very interesting way in Mm -hmm. general yeah it's it's the Uncle Ben effect it's yes Uncle Ben for the longest time yeah yeah Uncle Ben dead is what we want or Tom or I mean yeah Thomas Wayne is alive in some universe of the comics alternate universes don't count <laughs> yeah mainstream thomas co- and martha continuity. wayne do exist alive on a different earth but and uncle ben count. is in a different universe as spider-man those do not count yep exactly so well for a long time and actually a lot of fans still believe this um jason todd should have stayed dead like a lot of fans like the red hood, but an equal amount of fans are like, no, Jason Todd just should have stayed a dead character. Like it meant they should. That's why we voted him to die. Well, not only that, it just, it ended up meaning more because even in the dark Knight returns, which was written at a time that Jason was dead in the dark Knight returns, uh, Bruce thinks, about Jason and how it was such a terrible thing that Jason died and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Boba Fett is just a character. Maybe they can finally do something interesting with him, but overall I'm like, yeah, okay. Who cares? Don't care. Like <laughs> I like Mando, Mando way more than I like Boba. Mm-hmm. Cause he actually does stuff. And he's a badass. And this is based in my opinion, this is just a, because I know Boba, Boba shows up as a child bounty hunter in Clone Wars, which is whatever. That took place before Empire mm-hmm. and Jedi. So I don't yeah. really give two shits. But they still made him a little pansy. Like, he sucks. Yeah. He just straight up sucks in that show anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, like, don't... I don't care. I don't care how they try to make him badass in this. It's not going to work. Yeah. I don't need him to be... And I mean, I guess this is still a show that's set with... That's kind of why I wish they would do um, more shows and movies with that series they're doing in the comics that is set basically in like the medieval times of the Star Wars galaxy that's so far back in time that you can't connect it to anybody (laughs) that is, uh, you know... They'll find a way. They might. 
They probably will. I'd also... Boba Fett just shows up and he's just like, what's up? I got a time machine. Oh, no. Time machines and... Ugh. Oh, that reminds me, though. Uh, you sent me those NECA uh, Back to the Future figures. Back to the Future, yeah. Those are pretty cool. I probably the... won't buy them, but they're cool. Like, it's bad. I've been looking at way too many like figures lately uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of sites have just been putting out stuff after stuff and NECA even put out like not only those ones but they also put out the animated Back to the Future ones oh yeah uh, that Back to the Future cartoon I haven't seen that in a really long time so when they put those toys out I've I was like, never oh, watched it I only saw maybe a couple episodes, I think. But when they put those uh, toys out, I was like, holy shit, that's right. There was a Back to the Future cartoon for a second. (laughs) Uh, Crazy, Good times. Yeah, good times. Good times indeed. One day I will have my stuff and then we'll – all my stuff and then I can buy more things. They just put out a box for – for the like ultimate Pennywise from It Chapter Two, as well. What? The, uh, like, there's it? another It Pennywise boxed one that's coming out. Because they've already put out like two or three. Seven. Yeah. What? There's a. There's another. They said this is a, a new one of Pennywise. Really? It might be old school Pennywise. I'm going to NECA right now and looking. I hadn't heard that was a thing. And there's the dog right on fucking schedule. Oh, that's right. NECA has the uh, Season of the Witch Halloween toys as well. Uh, Yeah, they do, which, whatever. I'm not seeing on their Twitter. Maybe it's on on, their Instagram. It's on their Instagram. That's right. Oh, I'm on their. I was on NECA's Twitter. I have a feeling we're going to have to end up stopping this episode anyway because the dog is barking at this point. So maybe this is a good point to wrap up because Where is I it? apparently... Where is it? There it is! Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, it's uh, a Monster Monday. Okay. I thought it was a brand new thing. Okay. No, I was... Yeah, this one has already come out. Okay, cool. Okay, they were just dis- they were just showing off a product. Okay, I see what you I see what, what you Look what I did. Here. I I I false I falsified something. You got me all confused. me. Uh, there's that sexy millennium Godzilla they've got there with the white eyes and the And that that loot crate um electrified turtle we were talking about yesterday. That thing is so cool. It goes in the dark. Yeah, oh I God. want it. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. All right. Anyway, guys, I uh, hate to cut the episode short. or Well, I guess it's not that short at this point. Holy it's really God, not. It's been going on for almost an hour. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's it for this week. I'm going to go let the dog I go. I can tell you right now I have something awesome planned for next episode. Nice. You'll have You're to, not going to think it's super awesome, but I, I whatever I'm you can text down. me about it. I might think it's awesome. I'll you just yeah. You don't know. All right, I gotta go before the dog shits on the floor. Goodbye, everybody. Hooray! Later. Hooray! 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, following our Twitter at 2BGPod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom on online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.